I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello and welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, the single worst health and fitness podcast on the internet. My name is Matt. I'm the worst personal trainer of all time. I'm here with my wife, Courtney, my co-host, who is the second worst personal trainer of all time. Hello, Courtney. Lovely introduction. Thank you. (laughs) What? Too soon? Hmm. So we are here to talk about, well, the topic of today's show is you're so vain and why there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm now going to do what I do best, which is shut up and let Courtney (laughs) take over. Uh, This is a topic that's very personal to Courtney and she's very passionate about it. So Courtney, um, by all means, feel free to explain why we're doing this. Well, I think that I'm so passionate about this topic because it's a topic that not a lot of people want to talk about, which is highly frustrating because there's nothing wrong with it. So I think when when people not talk about something, then it builds up and builds up into this thing that then becomes like a secret or like it's like, oh, no, you can't talk about that. You know, it's there's nothing wrong with it. So vanity is something that we all have. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to look your best. Nothing wrong with it at all. Yes, you know, it gets a bad rap. People make fun of other people for putting too much effort into the way they look and all this sort of garbage. But at the end of the day, we want to look the way we want to look. And there is nothing wrong with wanting to look what you consider to be your best. So the reason I really wanted to talk about this today was because... When we're talking about finding your goals, finding the reason why you want to transform your body shape, a lot of it, in my opinion, all of it comes down to vanity. Very, very small percentage of people will legitimately want to change their body shape because of health-related reasons. And even those people who have legitimate, really stressful health-related reasons for needing to change their body shape and wanting to change their body shape, deep down they also would just like to look their best. Everybody else, their entire motivation for wanting to change their body is vanity. And you know what? It is absolutely 100% fine. You're allowed to say that you just want to look your best, that you just want to look sexy, or you just want to look, insert here, you might just want to drop five dress sizes. You might want to look sexy or one. You might want to look sexy for yourself. You might want to look sexy for your partner or your husband. You might... Or your podcast co-host. Or your podcast co-host. You, most of, in my opinion, everybody has vanity wrapped up in the goals that they set based around their changing their body shape. And the thing that frustrates me more than anything is that people try to fight that feeling and they try to dismiss it because they're not allowed to feel that, which is complete bullshit. You are allowed to want to look your best. You're allowed to want to feel your best. 
So I think that if we need to get past this barrier of thinking that, oh, I should say that my goal is to just get fit and healthy because that's really not your goal. As I said, there's a small, small percentage of people that will legitimately have health-based goals. For the majority of everybody, it is because you want to look better. And I fell into this trap when I first started 100%. I thought that my goal was just to get fit and get toned and, and get healthy. That was <laughs> not my goal. It was 100% not my goal. My goal was I just wanted to not be fat and, and unhappy. And I knew that if I was happier with the way that I looked, I'd be happier in general with my life. And I'm not ashamed to admit that because it's just the way it is and it's just the way it was for me. And I had to admit that to myself that I just wanted to look good and it was going to make me happy and confident. And when I admitted that and I was able to then chase that goal and that dream, then things really started to change for me. And I've, I've had this conversation with a lot of clients. Matt, I think you'll agree you've probably had a, a lot of conversation with clients about this topic as well. And I think one of the biggest things that come up when you, when you sort of uh, attack this topic is, oh, yeah, but I don't want to look like a supermodel. Well, no one ever said you wanted to look like a supermodel. I think that's one of the traps we also get pulled in when we're talking about wanting to look our best, wanting to look sexy or um, just having a, a, a vanity-based goal is that for some reason our brains automatically connect that with wanting to look like a supermodel. And then it's just completely gar- it's, it's just complete garbage. So you can want to look your best, but what, whatever that best is to you, that's what you aim for. So you can't lose sight of what looking best is for you. So for me, for example, I love having curves. I love having a bigger booty, bigger hips, small waist, bigger bust. That's my desired body shape. Now, if you are somebody else or you listening right now, you might say to me, well, that's not what I want to look like. And that's okay. You don't have to look like the way I want to look like, just like my goal doesn't have to be your goal. But at the end of the day, I know what body shape would make me happy and that I want to look like. And that's the goal behind everything that I do. So question has to be asked, why do you think people feel bad about uh, admitting or stating vanity related goals? I've asked this question a lot and to myself because I think once you once it clicked in my brain, it's, it was sort of like a, well, why don't other people see this sort of a situation? And I had to really think and ask myself that question. And I think it just comes down to the social pressures that we put on ourselves to be perfect. And, oh, no, you couldn't, you, you know, it's, it, it's improper to say that your goals are, are – are based around the way that you look because then people might perceive you as selfish or people might think that you're stuck up and all you care about is the way that you look. Um, I don't know. That's, that's the way I see it. Matt, do you, do you see it the same way? Could it also, for some people, come from a lack of self-worth? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That they don't feel like 
they're be worthy good they're, or they're worthy of looking their absolute best because that's where I came from. 100%. 100%. So if I could ask Courtney then, what made you change the way you think about this? I think it just clicked for me one day and, and, and I think you, Matt, asking me questions as well is well, I think once you've been there and you've done it and you can see through bullshit a little bit easier and after I had went, gone through the process of starting to change my body shape, I could look back and see through my own bullshit that I was spinning when I was overweight. Mm. And I think that that gave me a real, like a big eye-opening moment where I could look back and think, shit, like why was I saying that I wanted to do that? I didn't. And then just in that realization, thinking to myself, why did I say that? And it is because... No one wants to seem selfish. No one wants to come across as vain. No one wants to come across as self-centered. And I think they're the, all the things that the emotions that get built up in us when we start to talk about having specific goals that are based purely around the way that we look. I've noticed something that the people that, that Courtney and I have dealt with uh, as PTs, the clients we've dealt with and people we've spoken to, I've noticed a pattern and Courtney, tell me if you've noticed this. I don't think we've actually ever spoken about this. A pattern I've noticed in virtually every single overweight and or unhappy person I've spoken to is that they're all selfless, but they're selfless to a fault, literally, in that they give, 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 and don't take for themselves. So bringing up the topic of being selfish or being self-centered, I don't think they're bad at all. No, no. I mean, sometimes you just have to be selfish. And that that is then what's going to drive you forward to be able to give more in the future. But I think sometimes we do, you're right, Matt, get caught up in this selfless aspect of life where it might be towards our kids, our family, our friends, where we're giving so much to other people that we don't stop and actually analyze what we need for ourselves. Well, more than need, what we want. Yeah. I personally think need is irrelevant uh, when it comes to weight loss and transformation. Everyone needs to be healthy, but you won't do a thing unless you want to do it. Mm, absolutely. So I've, I, I do agree with what Courtney's been saying here. Uh, I know from my personal or my professional experience with people, and my own experience myself, uh, going through what I've gone through, everyone has vanity-related goals. I'm yet to meet anyone that uh, doesn't want to look their best. And I don't see a problem personally with admitting it at all. I tend to find with people that I've worked with and am currently working with, once they've come out and admitted that, hey, my goal's purely vanity-related, and some people I've worked with in the past have actually taken that to the next level, where their goal has been to get laid. <laughs> my goal, yes. my, my goal is to get laid. My goal is to is to find a boyfriend, to find a girlfriend, whatever. High five. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, there's, I think, I think this topic personally can go into a, a larger discussion, which I actually think we're going to have to do this eventually. Uh, talking about, well, the word selfish. And in, in, this, in this space, in the discussion of, of weight loss and transformation, is being selfish a bad thing? Mm. Hell fucking no. 
In fact, I think it's actually essential. Well, it is. I, I, I think it is essential because no one else is going to lose the weight for you. No one else <laughs> if is... If only that could happen. <laughs> no one's going to go to the gym for you. No one's going to do your wouldn't food you, prep for you. Wouldn't you love it if someone could go to the gym for oh, you? Oh, it'd be amazing. But no one's going to do that. No one's going to cook my food for me. I love that. No one's going to eat my food for me. Mm. So I have to make those sacrifices selfishly and, and, and do it for me. But... I think too often we do get hung up on this whole taboo word of selfish, of vanity, and it's complete bullshit. Well, you look at this. I mean, as far as we know, you only live once, hence the hashtag YOLO. <laughs> so if, if we're assuming you only live once, isn't it fair to want to live that once looking and feeling your best? Well, I think so. I don't see a problem with it. So a question for you then, Courtney. Can you give any examples of clients that you've worked with where you sort of helped them turn the corner on this? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think I could give multiple examples because- Well, let's start with one. The majority of the clients that come in, uh, Matt, as you know, to see us will give us the line when we say, oh, what do you want to achieve? They're automatically- give the response of, oh, I just want to get fit and healthy. No, Bullshit. You don't. No, literally my answer to these people is, no, you don't. So, <laughs> no, you don't really. Like, you don't really. Like, no one thinks to themselves, yeah, I'm going to get fit. Like, for what? Who cares? To go to work every day. Who cares if you're fit, really? So, is that really what your goal is? Is that really what's going to drive the sacrifice needed to change in your life? No, really. It's not. Not unless you are one of these crazy people that have um, desires to be ultra marathon runners or something like this. Well, to be fair, those people aren't listening to this show. You're not listening to this show. So, yes, you are absolutely correct, Matt. But I don't, want, I don't have a desire to be fit. None of my clients that really open up to me about this sort of thing have a desire really to be fit. So... All then it is is once I say to them, well, is your is really your desire to be fit? Is that what's going to get you up in the morning to think to myself, yes, I'm going to go to the gym and get fit? Well, fit for what? No, it's not because then it opens other questions. You're right, Matt. Fit for what? What are you getting fit for? So there's that that is not that is not a goal. At the end of the day, if you if I then turn around to that client and say, do you have a piece of clothing that you'd like to get into oh actually I really do oh okay now we're getting somewhere what size is that piece of clothing you'd got like to get back into oh it's a size you know 14 okay great so is a size 14 your goal oh yeah 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 now that is also not true because what we we tend to do in our brains is we like to just Give ourselves a little bit of leeway when we're setting our goals. Protection. It is protection. It's protection of failure. No one likes to fail. No one likes to be think that they're going to be humiliated. So what we do automatically is that we give ourselves a little buffer. So the first protection that we're giving ourselves when we walk into a gym or, or we think about setting our goals is we protect ourselves by telling ourselves that our goals are based around fitness or health. So the first barrier to break down is what is your actual goal is to look better. Great. Now let's think about what you would actually like to look like. 
Then we give ourselves a goal and we give ourselves a buffer. So when I'll say to someone, what size would you love to be? Oh, I'd love to be a size 14. Great. Size 14. What size are you now? Oh, size 18. Okay, great. Losing two dress sizes, that's definitely achievable. So what would you say about being a size 12? Oh, well, you know, it'd be great, but I could, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd just like to start off with looking at a size 14. In other words, I don't think I can do it. Wrong, 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 wrong. You look at the ultimate of what you would like to look like. So what, what this, per, this client is saying to me is that I would actually really love to be a size 12, but I'm going to say that I'd love to be a size 14 just in case I fail. Just in case I can't get to a size 12, I'm going to say that my goal is to be a size 14 because if I don't say 12, then I haven't made it a goal. And then if I don't get there, it doesn't count. So you're just cutting yourself short automatically. And the thing to remember with these sort of goals based around your appearance is you're not going to achieve your ultimate goal overnight. No one said that you would. So you've got to look at what is your ultimate goal? What would you love to look like? Then you work backwards with setting progress goals. But the automatic uh, thing that our, I don't know the word that I'm thinking about, but the automatic response, shall we say, that our brain makes is oh, protection, 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 protect your goals, protect your goals, protect what you really want. Just say this. So that is one of the real things that you have to connect with and that you have to really ask yourself, are you being really honest with yourself about this or are you protecting yourself from failure or what you perceive as going to be potential failure? Matt, would you agree? Mostly, yes, I do. Well, where do I start with this? I just want to say, just to, just to be clear, uh, Courtney and I are not saying that there is not a single person out there on earth who does not have fitness-related goals. We just don't deal with them. That's not what we specialize in. So in the interest of this discussion on the weight loss podcast, not the endurance athlete podcast, the discussion is obviously about weight loss, changing how you look, changing your shape, etc. But I do think that, and I have dealt with plenty of people in the past who actually have concurrent goals of looking their best, but also feeling their best. Because keep in mind, um, a big thing with what we do is look, function and feel, how they all tie into each other. So I think in this, in this case, the discussion is, is more... Not so much that no one wants to feel and function their best because everyone does. Oh, that, that, yeah, that is absolutely great. Point. However, I do think where a lot of people come unstuck is that they're almost afraid to admit that they actually want to look good. Yep. No one seems, in my experience, no one seems unwilling to come forward and say, hey, I want to feel and function my best. That, that's pretty easy to say. But the I want to look my best seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a stumbling block. And that's where the discussion becomes, well, why is that? This why is, is that I, such a problem? This is why I love having you on this podcast with me, Matt, because you take all the rambling junk that I say and make it into like sensible sentences. Do I really? <laughs> yes. 
Are you taking the piss out of me? No, I'm legitimately <laughs> saying you've just taken what I rambled about for about 10 minutes and actually just summed it up in like two sentences. That was a pretty good monologue. I'll give you that. <laughs> Not bad. That's um, like the Oscars acceptance speech. Oh. We start playing the music now, start dragging off the stage. I think so. Uh, but I, I think in my, in my experience, the issue can come from, as I said earlier, a lack of self-worth. I don't think I'm worth looking my best, whatever that might, whatever that might be. And I think Courtney has hit the nail on the head in terms of using it as a protection mechanism. If I don't speak it into existence, it's okay if I don't get there. Yeah, it doesn't count. So I am going to go back to a question I asked you earlier, Courtney, which you artfully dodged in your 10 minute monologue. How have you helped people get over this? Making them aware of it. Okay, elaborate. I think, I think that what we tend to do at in my in my rant that I just did, that I I mentioned that we tend to our brains will automatically go into sort of what what we consider autopilot in a lot of our responses, and it is for protection style reasons I think. So uh, the way I've helped clients overcome this, first and foremost, is making them aware of this fact. Mm. Is making them aware of their auto response here and asking them really to look underneath that and to think about telling me really what their goal is um, that's been buried away for no one to ever hear because, as you just mentioned, Matt, if, if it's not said out loud, then it doesn't count. Mm. I think that a lot of this stuff just comes down to being aware of it happening because we, we are on autopilot with so much of the stuff that we say and do to protect ourselves. If we're not aware that we're actually doing it, then you can't fix it. So one of the first things I think is making clients aware of what they're doing and really knuckling down and, and getting in touch with what their real goal is, which is a vanity-based goal generally, and letting them know that that's okay. I think we all just want to be told that it's okay to want that. It's okay to ha want to look that way or it's okay to have that goal. It's okay to want to look and feel your best. It's, it's fine. Yeah. As, as, uh, as you just mentioned, Matt, look, function and feel. And the function and the feel part is easy to talk about, but the look part is, is a lot more difficult. And to have that someone to be able to say, you know, your goals are great. Wanting to look your best is fantastic. Awesome. Good on you. Let's like go do it. That is essential. So I think that also comes down to the people that you decide to have around you and that the people that you decide to tell your goal to. You know what makes it harder is, and I have no doubt that you listening might be able to relate to this, what makes this a lot harder is when you start to, let's say you have a goal where you, you know you want to look and feel your best. Okay, cool. So you start, you start your training program, you're at the gym, you're doing, you starting and implementing these new routines, making positive changes, and all of a sudden, someone close to you makes a comment like, oh, you're obsessed. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're taking it too far. You changed. You're different. That can really fuck things up. Oh, yeah. Can't it? And all of a sudden, it's then easy again to feel bad about having some sort of vanity-related goal because, oh, I'm putting someone off. Now, this, I think, ties into the discussion of support network, or in this case, a lack thereof. 
But have you, Courtney, in your experience, ever, have ever worked with someone that has had this as an issue? Oh, absolutely. I think that off the top of my head, I can think of several people that have had poor support networks around them. And it's not just the comments that you said, Matt. It's also, I think, the comments based around, oh, why would you want to look like that? Ah, yeah, or, okay. You know, or, or, or things of that nature yeah. that tends to anything that is remotely negative towards your goal can be really derailing. Uh, perfectly said. Yep. So I think that the people, when it comes to vanity-based goals, I think that that the reason why we're so hesitant to accept them to ourselves is also the fear of being judged. Yeah. And so if you do get those negative-based comments, that just that just proves your theory that oh, I should never have said anything because I'm gonna I'm being judged now and it's for it. Easy to second guess yourself, isn't it? Absolutely. Someone someone says something contradictory to uh, to what you're working towards or what you're doing, and all of a sudden you start to think, oh, is this right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You start to second guess everything. Am I eating the right foods? Am I doing the right exercise program? Should I be doing this in the first place? Should it should it be taking me this long? It's taking me too long, which means it's not working. Which means I should just stop. It, these are these are all little things that start to to creep in as as uh, thoughts of doubt. And if you don't have those people around you to be able to lift you up and say, "Nah, your goal is great. Keep going," that it's really really hard to get through. And again, we're just you're just then proving to yourself the reasons why you should never have said anything in the first place. So let's, let's turn this around. If you've got someone who is currently struggling or feeling, you could almost say guilty, deep down they know that, well, they, they suspect or they believe that, you know, they, they just want to look their best, but they're afraid to tell their trainer or tell their coach or tell any of their support network what their actual goal is, what's your advice here? I would think about why you're afraid to tell the person. Is it the person or is it yourself to begin with? Then if you feel confident with telling that person and you feel like you know, you're in a safe place with telling these people around you, I would really think about the underlying reasons why you're doing things. I think you've really got to look, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but I think you've really got to look at asking yourself, what is what is my true goal? Like, what do I want more than anything else? What's going to get me up in those mornings that I can't be stuffed? What is going to make me truly happy at the end of the day? What's going to get me through all this hard work and sacrifice that I'm going to implement? And generally speaking, that response is not going to be, oh, because I really love to run on a treadmill. Or I really love to lift weights, you know? Like... The answer is going to be more based around because I really want to look good. And as soon as you can get to that underlying reason and you can accept it to yourself, then you can tell other people and then there's a sense of the goal is set then, I think. There's a sense of accountability there to do with it. Does that make sense? It does. And I'm not going to I'm not going to correct you if you're wrong because in the end I'm asking for your your professional opinion here. 
Uh, so that's that's how you view it, and that's fine. Uh, I view it a bit more, I guess you'd say, uh, in a simplistic fashion, where whatever your goal is, if it means something to you, own it, mm. embrace it, screw everyone else, you do what makes you happy, and if anyone tries, or anyone, whether it's deliberately or non-deliberately, tries to talk you down about it, they can eat a dick. Simple as that. Own your goal. Own your goal, mate. Own it. Oh, yeah. You've got to have the confidence within your goal because if you're not confident about your goal, then... Well, confident in the importance of it. Well, confidence, yeah, in in that that is really what I want. This is what means the most to me. This is what means the most to me. Mm. So if you don't have confidence in your goal, it's going to be really hard to achieve something that you really don't care about. Yep. So if you're confident that this goal means the most to you more than anything, then you're going to drive to achieve that. You're going to you're going to push through all of the shit to get there at the end of the day. Just own it. Seriously, own it. If your goal if you're listening and your goal is vanity related, don't feel bad. It's fine. You're normal. You're just like us and just like everyone else. Well, Matt Matt and I we both have vanity based goals. Yep. And we have absolutely have, no problem saying will. that. And I think that it is so important for us to put that out there because like just like this podcast, it shows other people that it's that it's okay. And slowly I feel like hopefully this bullshit about how you can't have a a vanity based goal is going to disappear. And the funny thing is ninety nine percent of people in gyms are there for vanity related reasons. I know for me, whenever I meet someone new, like a potential client or, or anyone through my work, my immediate assumption is that they're going to have a vanity-related goal and my job is to help them admit it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there is, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. And that's, I think, the main thing that I just want to get across to you is that there is nothing at all wrong with having the goal that you just want to look your best. You just want to be hot. That's okay. It's okay to look good. It's okay to want to look good naked. It's it's fine. It's it is, fine it's to have a goal that you want to look great in a bikini, that you want to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, or both or both. Or both, whatever. It's <laughs> fine to have those sort of goals. At the end of the day, it's what's going to drive you through to achieving them. Well done. Uh, I reckon we uh, we call that a show. I think that's rant over so for I, me. I yep. hope it made sense. I do tend to ramble when I rant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're very good at that. Uh, so we are, we're going to wrap this show up. I uh, just want to make a, a quick little special announcement. This is the last show we're ever going to do. <laughs> oh, no, jokes, not. jokes. No, special announcement. We, uh, we're now in a new studio. We've set up some new equipment. We're going to be having guests, special guests on the show in the near future, doing some pretty cool interviews. So uh, some more knowledge, some more inspiration. Coming your way very, very soon. What do you think, Courtney? Yeah, absolutely. Love it. I'm super excited to have some visitors in here and, yeah, just to get extra extra information that to all of you that we might not be qualified to Well, we don't know. Give. We don't know everything. Yes, no. <laughs> Far from it. In fact, some would say we know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, God. Sorry. I miss Game of Thrones already. <laughs> all right. That's a show. That's a wrap. High five. Well done. Hope this has helped. 
Embrace your goals, embrace the vanity. There's nothing wrong with being vain or selfish. Uh, it's actually, I think, needed. So I hope this gets you somewhere. You can email us at podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. We are always open to feedback and or abuse. Same thing, I suppose. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.